0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the StormDAR Weather Podcast. This is episode one hundred twenty-four. I'm Rando. Uh, I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the Sahara Sunset edition. I just thought that was really kind of.
1: I didn't know we nice. were doing that new episode. Deep
0: thoughts by no. Yeah, deep deep thoughts by StormDAR. No, no, Sahara. I I wasn't sure whether to make it Sahara Sunset or Sahara Sunrise. But that's kind of the, the the top thing everybody's been talking about. And we've even had some comments about this big... And you mentioned it last
2: week. I had a Sarah Heron sunset one time and I couldn't a Sarah drive... Heron? A Sarah Heron? Sunset S- Sarah Heron <laughs> one time and Sarah had to drive me home, so... Well... Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, th- that's another podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but that... The, I mean, and I think, Corey, you said even last week, I mean, this happens, the Saharan dust does come over, but this tends, is tending to be a larger than... Well, they're yeah. calling
2: it the Godzilla cloud. <laughs> The Godzilla cloud. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, wait, and that's Ooh. exactly, guys. Wow. Thanks. I got new drops. <laughs> but, uh, and, and that comes from the National Weather Service. Even they call it the Godzilla cloud. You'd think it would be from Japan or something. NWS w- is calling it. i say,
1: it? is it going to like yeah. climb tall buildings? And
2: well, it might. The Godzilla climb. It's not King Kong. It's, it's gonna not gonna not a King Kong cloud. Your small it's a Godzilla and- cloud, and it's from Africa. <laughs>
0: Yes, coming off the uh, so, Cape Verde, I guess. Like a crocodile
3: cloud.
2: No anyway. Africa, well,
0: I mean, it, and it happens every year. And I think you even well, said— Well, they
2: it. happen sporadically, but this is the largest in in 50 years.
0: Yeah, it's been quite some time. I think it's making headlines. But I think people have to realize—I mean, i even seen—what uh, did I send you? A text that, that St. Louis and even North is talking about it coming in. Oh, definitely, in. definitely. Um, this is way high up in the air. So, I mean— Really, I think just for everything I've read, I think the only thing that's gonna really happen is we're gonna have some really cool sunrises and a well,
3: really
2: cool sunsets. You know, we talked about a little bit last week. Uh folks along the Gulf Coast were supposed to get it first, and then it's gonna kinda come on up this way and probably by this weekend might might see some of those sunsets. Now, I saw from uh a well uh Distinguished news station in a larger market. Okay, that they in in southern Arkansas could see some actual uh, blowing dust from from this. Oh, really? So yes. they're thinking it might mix down. So that they were saying you might get some on your car and have to go to the car wash type thing. Oh wow! They didn't say that so much for us. More of a nice sunset, more color in the atmosphere. But that's not that far away. I it, mean, it, no, I mean, when you're not.
0: talking global type, when you're talking thing,
2: coming from Africa. Arkansas is not far away. Not
0: far away. And I, I want to tell. I mean, since this is a weather podcast, I want to explain a little thing. What we call mixing, and we, uh, we see that a lot. Um, especially with uh, when we have high wind warnings and very gusty days when you get that tight pressure gradient. There's lots of stuff going on upstairs in the atmosphere, and there's winds going. I mean, the jet stream could be going, what, 200 miles an hour? I mean, it's, it's just cruising up there. But the closer you get to the surface, you get more friction. Uh, therefore, things start slowing down a little bit. Now, there's, when you have, you know all these elements. You have a cold front. You have a low pressure system. You have a high pressure. You have all these little elements that go on that kind of stir that up a little bit. And when you have two dynamic systems, like a really deep low pressure system and a really you know ridgy high pressure system, and they get close together sometimes that air kind of mixes down to the ground. And when it does, the pressure gradient really tightens up. It gets to the ground. We get those high wind warnings, uh, you know, 50, 60 mile an hour, uh, you know, red flag warnings when when it's, you know, really dry outside. So that's what I was saying, mixing. That's an actual technical meteorological term that we throw around. And in reference to what you're saying, if people in southern Arkansas, if they're saying they could see some of that, you know on their cars we got some mixing definite mixing oh, yeah, going definitely.
2: on i'm just interested to see if it makes it up this far i mean i it probably will but I mean will the sunsets be uh you know usually we look for uh some cool clouds to to, to color up our sunsets right now you know we've had uh-huh. a few with some some cool cloud backgrounds and some neat shadows and pink clouds and but but these can be colorful without clouds.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Just
2: just kind of, yeah, because
0: everything is, it's it's so high up, it's going to be refracting those sun rays. Right. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really, and, you know, if, if, if it actually does come up, which, you know, maybe we should have a contest. Maybe, maybe they, you know, like we'll have a picture contest where they could possibly win a cling or something, you know? I don't know. No, no. Don't get crazy.
1: What's
2: no. our
0: chances of. <laughs>
2: Of precipitation this weekend.
0: Well, actually, there is a pattern shift on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're, we, we've kind of had a stretch. I mean, okay, let me back up just a second. In my opinion, and I think you'll agree with me, models have been really horrible this past week of trying to forecast what's going on. Because last Friday, they were saying, oh, my gosh, you know, we got this thing coming in. Monday, 70% chance of showers. Tuesday, 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms and maybe a little break on Wednesday and coming in guess what happened? We've had sunny skies, maybe some clouds
1: this entire week. We had a couple of days that were just overcast all day. Yeah, but it never like
0: no, 70% never rain is like but meaning rain. my pool time. Oh, I hate that. Uh, rain shares pool time.
1: Well, when the
2: forecast first came out for that period, there was never a large chance of rain. It was like in the 30s and 40 percents. And then, you know, the day of, it would go up to 60% or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't know if I blame the models for that or if I blame the buggy, glitchy, the uh, National Digital Forecast Database for that. Because that's yeah. what
0: because these are grid one, forecasts one minute you know? it
2: can be one thing and the next minute it can be something totally different and it's all computerized it's- it, it
0: is you know and and that's why i made that post was it last night or the night before it's like look you know i mean it the forecast is changing every six hours that's when they technically update they will inter update every three but they'll make a a, a main update every six hours And then it would, like, introduce some showers. So I would post on the site, okay, here's the new forecast. we got some 30% chances this is going to happen. The next six hours later, I was like, nah, it's going to be sunny. It's like, really? (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know how much the forecaster has, you know, control over that stuff. I mean, they can't just let the computers do it. Because if they did that, then there would be no reason for a forecaster
2: well, on those grid forecasters, it's definitely done by the National Digital Forecast Database. It's like a yeah. computer model, but not models feed it. Yeah. But it is a grid, and it they don't sit and... Manually update the forecast as much as it changes online for sure.
0: I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, what does the forecasters do? I need to ask Mike that. Like, <laughs> w- what What do you actually do? Is they make foreca- sure
2: <laughs> they make sure the National <laughs> Digital Forecast Database isn't doing something stupid. Yeah, that's true. Or the radar goes down. Like it's well, <laughs> we'll get like that when it's sunny and and says. You know, light rain or mostly, you know, whatever. Like
0: the Branson A yeah.
2: Well, we they do that. Like, and Springfield's done it before.
0: Springfield, yeah, mostly sunny and rain. I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not going to work. But getting back to what we were saying, um, the, the 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 they perform crappy all week. So, but now most of the models and most of the discussions in the consensus now. Uh, for this weekend is another little pattern shift. So it looks like we're going to break out of that. It's uh, The rain chances come back. It was 50% earlier. Yeah. Now it's 40% on Saturday. It's
2: nothing huge. It's no. Nothing, it doesn't look like a soaker.
0: No, I, I don't think it's going to be a washout by any means. The temperatures are going up later in the
2: week. Going up tomorrow. Tomorrow's oh, high yeah. is 90. Yeah, yeah. Like, holy
0: crap. So maybe that's. It felt
2: hot out today to me. It wasn't really. The wind wasn't blowing that much, but it wasn't. It was. We uh, got it pretty per- cool this morning. <laughs> shares in the pool. <laughs> but the pool water was great. It felt great out there. Really? Today. Oh. I got sunburn. I'll I, I take my shirt off. You'd see it, but. Please don't. I can. No, feel that's it. Okay. Well, nobody uh, my can see it My wife tells me not to take my shirt off. That's scary. <laughs> well, you need you need to take it off for like two minutes. So we don't get... want to
1: scare everyone.
0: But nah, Well, we why don't. do you have yours off? I mean, I'm just kidding. And anyway, moving on. So this
1: is but, a family show, honey.
0: But okay. But here, here is my question, and you brought this up about you know possible rain chances this weekend. If we get some really high end, you know, like tall thunderstorms, are we going to get some mud? raining i mean is that e- nobody's talked dust? about it but yeah dust but if it, you know the condensation that, rain.
2: well i mean it depends on the thick, i mean yeah like, thickness i guess i mean I, I don't know how much dust is going to make it up this way
0: you yeah because it's it's way up except in southern arkansas it could mix but 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 my point is it's like somewhere if it's going to precipitate and it's dusty the cars it'll are gonna make, have cake butt on it'll it. It'll
2: make a mess, wouldn't it? People it'll make a
0: muddy mess, would, but
2: and and that happens a lot. I mean, yeah, I, I notice when it rains, it, my car is dirtier than. I mean it was dirty before but it's even dirtier after it rains sometimes. Oh right. well, yeah,
1: cuz the rain mixes with the dirt.
2: Well, no. I I know it was raining I mud. I know when it rains <laughs> dirt. You can tell. Well, yeah,
0: there's been some place, I mean, especially in Texas, you know, those southern states that are really stupid dry and then all of a sudden you get this big old thunderstorm drop and stuff. It yeah. will literally rain mud because all the updraft is pulling all the sure. the, the dust up there and I mean, we, we've we kind of got out of the pollen. We're, we'll get to the pollen report later. Um, but, you know, cedar and all that kind of stuff that really coats your car. I didn't notice a lot of that this year for some reason. I, I mean, did you? Cause oh, we had
2: some. Usually as... it's
0: like a week or two of just yeah, total uh, yellow cars. I
2: know what you mean. And we didn't have too many complaints about it this year. Yeah. I, I only remember it a couple days, really. It wasn't that bad, but I do remember it. But I have a black car, so yeah. and I do now. Yeah, you oh do. yes, I have a. Uh... Do you remember it all that much? I, you know, it's not. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it last year I remember it. Oh gosh, last life. year yes. Do what? You don't know. You can see Paul on a I car. Have
1: a life. I don't remember. Ugh. Well, the you last did last time. year. <laughs> can you turn her mic off? The last.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: You walking home.
2: Well, I'm driving. Oh wait, that's the that's the applause. The last time
1: that I truly remember the cars being yellow. <laughs> yeah. Was wasn't that last summer?
0: I think it was, it last was. spring. Spring, like, yeah. Right, it was
1: spring because we were still at that the old house. Um, but I remember cuz we have a black van and we have a black car like all of our cars were dark. So they were all yellow. <sighs> but even like my daughter's like toys outside. Um Oh,
0: they were all dusty too, pollen I the, the grill.
1: The grill, the cover wow. like was on it, and then like their little playhouse they play on outside was uh, everything was yellow. Like everything outside was yellow. yeah. But and this year, just loud, but I haven't noticed it this year. But yeah, I don't know. Well, it, it, we're not really parking where any trees are either. Yeah, well, but it but should it just, just flow in. It. I mean, it
0: blows right. I mean, my out in my parking lot, my parking lot in my driveway. You
1: got your very own parking lot. Yeah,
0: I actually do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no trees around, so it just kind of. But I do remember. You know, just being that cakey yellow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it
1: was bad last year.
0: But wasn't last year, wasn't it a lot drier? We've had a lot of wet. We had, remember, the we wettest May. wet last year. I don't remember. Third wettest May ever. Or fifth I Something like that. Yeah.
1: Because remember, we kept trying to move, and it kept raining.
0: Yeah, but last year, I, I don't remember what happened last year. I know I, what I'm
1: saying. It was last year, like, around... June, July time. No, it was
2: wet last year. I mean, yeah, it just kept raining. Especially kept in Northeast raining. Oklahoma, they they set records for rainfall and like
0: La- last year. Yeah. Okay. And everything's flooding and stuff. Okay. This is something else I want to bring up too. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, is pollen is, I've actually sneezed today. So I think the pollen's going back up. We'll get to the pollen report later. Um, no, I was looking at, uh, you know, we had all this this really, really, really wet May. All the lakes filled up. Everybody was freaking out because Bull Shoals was almost the same <laughs> level as, as as Table as Taney Como and I looked I, but it's been really dry we had like a, a week of dry and then we had a little rain thing and then we had another week of dry and I thought well I'm just going to look at the lakes and I looked at the lakes Beaver Table Rock and Taney Como. We, I don't count Taney Como because it it's going to be around where it is and then Bull Shoals are still full I thought I.
1: I noticed um, that when we were on our way to your house tonight, that like Taney Cumul was still
0: still kind of like, up a little right bit up at the banks. Like. I thought they were going to like let s- stuff out. I mean, personally, I think I even texted you, Corey. Too yeah, it takes it a while to. Well, yeah, but it's been like two, or three weeks. Do I you mean you think? I mean, I mean, they're not going to let like you know, you know, just a, a bunch out at one time, but just like just a little, little, little. Because Beaver is like way up next to flood stage, and and Table Rock, I think. Oh, I don't know, Corey. Is that up around nine thirty one? Is is minor flood stage at Table Rock, and it's not too far from that. Nine twenty eight. Well, still that's three feet that's, from minor flood. Yeah, that's that, still. that that should go, I don't know. So I was I was just kind of surprised because I thought they were su- thought it was going to be you know they're going to start letting out and and bull shows. I got to go to Foresight tomorrow, uh, and just maybe I'll just check and see if, if
2: uh, Table Rock's dropped almost a foot in a week.
0: So well, it's still coming
2: down. But that's not much.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Are you looking are you looking at our lake levels on our, our website, stormdarweather.com? Yes I am. Hey, that's a great place to go and, yeah. and look at your at your website. It, it's all inclusive. And do we have another reporting station on our network? Uh
2: yeah, I'm working on a bug. It's it's reporting, but it's I'm still I'm still trying to Figure out some some issues with it, but it's up it's up and running. All right, uh, and reporting all the current conditions. My dad's backyard (laughs) in yeah in Miami, Miami,
1: Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, Yeah.
0: now we had we had the the uh, Indian reservation, the Kaya. What is it, Kaya? Kaya
2: Kaya, Nation, Cayuga
0: Nation. But but that's not in Miami, right? In Grove. That's in Grove, so which is not too far. But now we're going to actually have, once you work the bugs out... But it- it's
1: a good 30, 45 minutes. And oh, is it that far? Yeah, I mean, you well, could, oh, it can oh. be...
2: It's in the next county south.
1: Right, so. I mean, it can be completely different weather conditions.
2: Oh,
0: so Miami to Grove is kind of like Branson to Springfield
2: then. Yeah, no. Not
1: quite that far, but... Oh, okay.
2: 30 minutes. Um, oh, okay. But interesting. the official reporting station for Miami is Grove Airport. Mm-hmm. So not only is it update only once an hour. Yeah. You think we have it bad here in Branson? (laughs) Theirs is in another county 30 minutes away from Miami. Wow. So I didn't have a good way of putting the actual Miami temperature on our website. Yeah. And even if I put the Grove one on there, it would be an hour old. So we hooked up a Stormdar weather uh, weather station, just like ours, in the backyard. And now it's Broadcasting the temperature every three minutes on our website. Nice.
0: So, yes. So. And we need something. We I mean, we have a lot of followers from Miami, don't we? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you got several. Your, your parents and your parents. So there's four. There you go. <laughs>
1: And his grandparents. Okay, and there's his six. Sister.
0: There's no, seven.
2: We, we, have, we have people from Miami on here that post all the time. Miami, Oklahoma. That you know I've they ever, do. I've they, never met before. I don't know them.
0: I I think that's really yeah. And well, we I, I haven't get lived it.
1: there for a long time, so.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, even even our group, we have we have several hundred in our in yeah. the northeast Oklahoma group,
2: which is awesome. Most I think. Of, so.
1: I mean, like most of the people I knew, all my friends from Miami are all friends. So
2: awesome. But their friends have joined and their friends have joined. Right. And, you know. So that's called networking. We love that. Go. We love that. And we're just very
0: close to getting, oh, I just, I'm going through puberty. <clears throat> no, very close to getting, I think, 20, 23,200. We're, we're almost to that. That another yeah. point. I mean, Corey and I celebrate every fifty. So we need to. Uh, <laughs> So when we get fifty new we'll get, likes, if we, we could celebrate. Get some
2: lightning or something come through. Get well, that no problem. We we don't know. Maybe some we, dust. Maybe some good dust pictures. Yeah,
0: that's why I'm thinking we need. We need. Is to there have any some such thing, thing as a
2: dust bow? Yeah, why not? I could probably work on something in Photoshop. Well, you I'm you sure you like could.
1: A, you <laughs> mean like a rainbow? Of but dust? a dust
2: bow, yeah. A Saharan dust. Well, we know what the dust bowl is. Right. We know that. But what about <laughs> a dust bow?
0: But not the dust bow. Well, I don't know. If we get the light refre- re- reflecting just right and maybe get some water in there, Why I not? don't know. Why not? Who knows? Uh, it got kind of chilly this
2: morning. Did you notice that? I did not. I did not. You did. <laughs> I didn't either. But it is chilly I in my, my
1: house every morning. I when turned I get my up. air down
2: low last night. Oh yeah, because my room stays hot for some reason. I don't know why, but
1: it's because you're sleeping next
2: to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, there we go. Wow. <laughs> and, and there you have
0: it. <laughs> no, but hey, I never, my... I never turn my heater on, and I leave my air conditioner on like a certain number. And then when I I can tell up you
2: what that number is right now because it's, it's weird that. It's reported on our storm to our weather at, uh, station. Uh-huh. I don't post that information out on our website, but it's weird because I can see exactly what well, my, my house, house temperature, what, what your house temperature. Is. Yeah, I, now now t- I can look at my dad's and everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. That's kind of creepy, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jerry, you need to kind of keep, keep it.
0: stalker level. Yeah,
2: yeah, stalker level. Right? Like, Randy, you're, you're, you're running your heat awful high. Are you getting sick? Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, and sometimes especially when I'm not here if I'm going to be gone for a while, I'll turn the air conditioner way up like 78, 79. Yeah. I mean, I don't want it running uh, because by the time I get back, it's going to be cool enough the house is going to cool off. But well,
1: the, I'm always cold as you know.
0: So you need the heater on all the but time. But
1: at night, at <laughs> night I am hot. I don't know why.
0: How weird. Well, it's the covers. You're covered up, aren't you? But you-
1: I have to have covers. I can't sleep without covers. Oh, same so here. So then I have to make the house cold so that I can put covers on. So, yeah, when we go to bed at night, we crank our air way down. There you go. And then when I get up in the morning, I'm freezing.
2: You're freezing, of so course. Have to turn it back up. <laughs> but I didn't realize it got as cool as it did because by the time the sun came out and we were ready to go to the pool, it was nice. Out. Well,
1: I know that it when was. I got up at 8 and turned the air... Up to seventy three, like it was seventy in the house at the time, and it, I turned it down at seventy. It like it took it hot. a long time to get up to. Oh wow, It just, just hung there at seventy. So.
0: well, I got I got a text from our buddy Brad, uh, Brad Case, who also has the downtown Storm Door Weather Station, and he said he he said it got down to fifty five this morning. None of the forecast grids said that. The forecast grids were saying mid sixties. So. Another affirmation of why I said, you know, the forecast has been pretty much a bust this week.
2: Stormdar weather uh, station here at the headquarters got down to 53.1. 53.1. Wow. And this, the, wow. the one in Miami is called Mima, Mima OK Weather. Miami, okay weather. Uh, okay means well, Oklahoma. Being mean, Means
0: it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's the okay. weather there is okay. So.
2: <laughs> no, Oklahoma is okay. Yeah. L-A-H-O-M-A. Oklahoma.
0: <laughs> really. I've
1: right, done that musical back.
2: several times. I was in that play. Oh, really?
1: don't get him started.
2: I've MD'd that play
1: a Did lot. Did you know he could sing and dance?
2: Oh, I again. I got to Kansas City.
1: And some really tight jeans.
0: Uh-huh. We definitely need to make an an, an after hours
1: podcast, don't <laughs> we? <laughs> I mean, we're
2: having they all these were tight to dance in. Well, yeah, you gotta but look good it on stage. Day, but they were in, I was in boots too. Yep. Anyway. The problem yeah.
1: was because they were brand new because he didn't own like cowboy jeans.
2: Oh yeah. they were, like brand new out of the box. But fifty three point one my dad's weather station mm-hmm. at Miami Okay Weather mm-hmm. got down to fifty eight point six. So well, my
0: mother. Uh, we always have the good morning text in Springfield, and she said her nubbin was cold this morning because it's so funny. She's got her gas. What? Her nubbin. That's an Ozark thing.
2: But I thought she lived in Springfield.
0: She does.
1: It's a nubbin.
0: <laughs> you're, you're nubbin your nose. You're, oh. You're, yeah, you get nubbin.
1: I call it my nose.
0: Well, I'll have to. Uh, she will text me and say you. Yeah. Really, you don't know what your nubbin is?
1: Mm -mm. Oh my god! Never heard that one. We're
0: gonna have okay, okay. So everybody, listen to this forecast. If you know what nubbin (laughs) is, message us (laughs) on our Facebook page. Just message us. We have to do a poll. We're gonna.
2: (gasps) You need to do no. You just need to be, you know. (laughs) <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? I don't
0: know. <laughs> you need to be. I'm not sure. Discreet,
2: I'm- <laughs> not discreet, but you just need to po- post that word sometime tomorrow. It sounds dirty,
1: and you're going to get a lot of complaints in, mm-hmm. in
2: the in the forecast about
1: check your nubbins in the morning
2: about <laughs> lotioning up your nubbin no. or something. You no, I had gosh, to put that because the the UV index is going to be high tomorrow. It was high today.
1: And people are going to complain and say we're being dirty.
2: And they're going. I want anybody so, to know nubbin is wanna, not a dirty I wanna, thing. I want to know if they know what you're talking about, or if well, they see how many most of them know would what ask you mean. what a nubbin is because I don't. I didn't know.
0: Okay, that's what I will do. What now after Corey knows
1: everything, so if he didn't know,
0: he didn't know what a nubbin she's is. Right. But but see, you were raised in in Oklahoma, and but see, I'm from like the sticks here, you know, Springfield, Gainesville. Now remember, I'm much older than you. So, what do you think Oklahoma is? Well, I know, but it's it's the same thing. But if you go to southern different sticks, right? But (laughs) if you go to southern Arkansas, you're in different sticks there too because they don't. I mean,
2: where we were raised, we were still in the Ozarks. Yeah. Now. But I not the Missouri Ozarks. Not You're the Missouri <laughs> Ozarks. <laughs> The Ozarks is the Ozarks. Anyway,
1: I was raised on a cattle farm. <laughs> that's right. He's well, a city boy. she may
2: have not been in the Ozarks. She was across the river, and mo- many consider the river being the border of the Ozarks. Yeah,
0: you were not in the Ozarks, okay?
2: So, I mean, she lived a few. <laughs> now hundred, she's all upset. Come she on. lived a few hundred like, feet from the I river. Say,
1: I was like half a mile from the river. Sometimes
2: <laughs> <laughs> the river was in her yard.
1: Sometimes the river would come well, up in front right front steps.
2: <laughs> that's true. But I was, you know, of course, I started, you know, my school career in Harrison so you know I was, was born a, in Arkansas I was that's a, right I, I, I lived right down the road from dog patch in Arkansas you know so I was
0: yeah but how long did you live there before you moved to Miami it was you were young well, I was though.
2: born well I went to kindergarten there
0: so you're like five like or, or something my grandparents okay. lived there
2: up until the 90s so I mean I went there all the you time
1: visited but you didn't live there
2: well I was born in the Arkansas not, not Harrison but I was born in Arkansas yeah Fort Smith which is not the Ozarks. Well, yeah, but that's kind of that's kind of far from, from Harrison,
0: actually. Okay, I think Anywho. we're starting to go off the rails. Uh, well, I think it's time to get to the tropics because you texted me yesterday, and I had no idea this was even going on. You said, hey, did you know there's a tropical storm in the Atlantic? I'm like, no.
2: <laughs> it caused all kinds of nothing.
0: Yeah, big nothing burger.
2: I mean, it... It kind of was up near Canada, Newfoundland. It, yeah, <laughs> you know. like,
0: yeah. And you sent me that thing. I'm like, because I was thinking, okay, there's no way it can be like in the Central Atlantic. I should have
2: texted you something like uh, a Canadian term, uh, or along with those, so you kind of figure out it's nowhere there's near. There's a storm, oot and a boot. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, no because I I, I looked, once you sent me that graphic, I thought, oh, well, that thing is way up there. And once I saw where it was at and where it was going, I knew it wasn't gonna last long. And actually, to I, I uh, developed the podcast outline earlier today, and I, and I always check the tropics and I get the actual data, and then I check it again right before uh, we actually record the podcast. And this afternoon, Dolly was up there, and she was going up Newfoundland and was going to dissipate. And I checked this evening. It was all gone. Oh, yeah. And you said it was going to be gone. And it makes sense because the water... uh, I did read the discussion. The water up in the central to northern Atlantic is 20 degrees centigrade. And that's not that much. So and that's not sustainable for anything. So uh, we'll say Dolly was there. Tropical storm, which I was surprised, but then, bam, gone. Well,
2: it started nothing, and then Dolly stampeded into a tropical storm pretty fast. Dolly
0: Oh, like oh. Okay, okay. See what you
1: did there. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, <laughs>
2: but <laughs> but <laughs> Dolly would not last long. Oh. Oh,
1: oh my gosh! Oh. Someone stop him.
2: Oh, Corey. How don't
1: long have you been using those, like, waiting?
2: They just came to me. Oh, I didn't there's know no I wasn't even about Come on, it. do another one. I dare you. I dare you. Uh, <laughs> I don't have another one. <laughs> For some reason, Dolly Madison popped into my head, but I couldn't figure out how to put a, for the first lady of the United States into a, her, a uh, tropical storm, man. Dolly Madison. Well, that takes the cake. Wife.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. We are really going <laughs> off the rails.
1: Someone, someone, <laughs> <laughs> <was> like please, make <laughs> him stop.
0: <laughs> okay, back to the tro- <laughs> back to the tropics. Okay, in the Pacific. Actually, I was kind of surprised about this one. There's a couple of areas of interest. Uh, one is, uh, the coordinates are 13 degrees North one, 102 degrees West, which is basically South. If you look at Mexico and go like South, uh, that's got like an 80% chance of developing. So they're, they're thinking that's going to become something, maybe not a hurricane, but, uh, it was earlier today when I looked, it was like a 50, 60, and now it's like an
2: 80%. Well, I'll tell you what they got going over there. Ooh, what they got going over there. Well, what they don't got going well, on. <laughs> what well, they don't got, yeah, is dust. That's true. It's all coming up, uh, and they, uh, Dolly didn't have to worry about dust. You know, the dust does. Hamper that's what i was saying. Yeah, all it's all way stuff up there. Yeah, uh, you know, every now and then you can get a good. If you get a good tropical system going, dust isn't going to make that much difference. But it's hard for them to get going. Yeah, you know? and this is a big one. This is a big Godzilla dust cloud. Ooh, Godzilla. Ooh. The Godzilla dust cloud, yes. Yeah. Anyway. they
1: uh, (laughs) I do not know what you all are on tonight. It's really put
2: a hamper on the tropical storm development. We had the same thing. Which is true. Yeah, We had the same thing last year. Mm -hmm. Dolly snuck in this time up north. We didn't get our D-storm. I mentioned this last week. We didn't get our D-storm last year until mid-September. Mm-hmm. Now we have our D storm. Might not have an E storm for a while.
0: That's what I'm thinking because if this, I mean, I don't know where the back end of this dust is because all the satellite shows it down in the Gulf and it's it's extending all the way kind of back. So it's like when yeah, is this plume yeah, going yeah. to stop? Right. So as long as that that dust is in the air, no, there's really nothing going to get going. So we'll just have to focus on the Pacific. You know, I mean, now there is in the Pacific, there's what they, it, it, the central Pacific, um, what's it called? Tropical Depression 3. It's actually got its name. I think it was 30 miles an hour. Uh, it's about 1,600 miles east, southeast of Hawaii. It's it's going to turn northwest, and then it's going to strengthen into a tropical storm and then kind of turn to the left and kind of dissipate. Uh, so the Hawaiian Islands are not going to be. No. you know threaten on that all it it, it it on this one but who knows i mean ugh, we got lots of stuff
2: going on well you know we the pacific hasn't been as active as it was last year so far i mean last year it seems like there was a new system swirling up every few days you know, I remember Hawaii was threatened at least twice by going north and the, south.
0: The, yes, they were threatened. I, I, I was sitting here thinking, if I had this weird look on my face, I'm sitting here thinking, it's like, you know, they, we have all these named storms in the Atlantic, but in the Pacific, they haven't... I was thinking this time of year, there weren't that many named storms at this time. I mean, that's really started uh, kicking up, I think,
2: in July and August. Probably so, but this would be a good time for them to gain some ground and and uh, gain some storms on the Atlantic because the Atlantic is hampered by all that. Well, and the uh, Saharan I mean, desert. Yeah, what was it called? S A is SA
0: Saharan something layer or something. Saharan air layer. Yeah. S A L I thought that was cool. So you could look at that up,
1: like a layer, like a.
0: That's what they call it. La- yeah, L A Y E R. It's layer. basically
2: dust, and it's only there when there's dust. It's not an actual layer of the atmosphere. So right, to, you know, yeah. It's like oh, this is the you know, troposphere. This is the Saharan fear. No, the, the Saharan sphere. Let's go up to the Saharan fear
0: sphere. Uh, Anyway, anyway, well, I know what is not up in the Saharan sphere. It's
3: this.
0: (laughs) It's the pollen, and that's on the surface. And I got to tell you, this past week, the pollen hasn't been that major. I mean, uh, I looked at the pollen report, which we get from pollen.com. Today through Sunday, everything is like medium low. I mean, there's not any threats of you know major pollen outbreaks or anything well
2: uh, it's we're, we're in it's summer we just had the we didn't yeah. even talk about it it was the first day of summer
0: you know that's right. Yeah, we were
2: waiting We talked to... about it last week. So we're going to get more upcoming, into the yeah. weeds and the... And the uh, oh, like the, the ragweeds ragweed and stuff like yes. that, and I hate those. Mm.
0: Well, I know ragweed doesn't really kick in until the end of August, because yeah. that's what I was highly allergic to I when really I was think younger. I
1: that one bothered me when I was younger. I
0: don't know. Some, there's something about ragweed that just... I mean, now I'm really not affected, because, and we talked about that too, like your body kind of morphs into different... Stages. Why well, I never had spring allergies and now I do, <laughs> you know. And but I always had ragweed allergies and now I don't. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll just have to retire this one. I mean, if I if I look at the pollen and reports and it's just kind of down, yeah, because everything is all the trees have budded out. I mean, everything's green and plush and everything. So we'll see next week. Uh, m- maybe it's July. Maybe we just need to retire the 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 pollen report until August till it comes back. We never know. So. So I'm thinking because we're going to have something coming in this weekend, uh, showers and thunderstorms. There's been some of these little pocket cells that, have, that explode and produce hail and stuff. But it, I think this is the perfect time to bring back the Storm our Weather School, Anatomy of a Thunderstorm. So you all know how they develop and uh, what they can do and all this kind of cool stuff. So let's get to the weather school.
3: If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school.
0: This week we're going to explore one of the marvels of Mother Nature the thunderstorm. we've all experienced thunderstorms. Some of them are gentle with little lightning and rolling thunder, but others can produce devastating weather conditions with large destructive hail, powerful winds, and tornadoes. In order to create a thunderstorm, we need to have three main ingredients. Moisture, which is fuel for the fire per se, instability, This can be a heat source generated at the surface, and lift. This could be something like a low-pressure system or wind shear. Each of these elements can exist by themselves, but you'll only get a thunderstorm when all three come together. In the summertime, two of these elements are common, moisture and instability. Just step outside on a late August afternoon and you'll certainly know what I'm talking about. Hot surface temperatures and tons of moisture just sit at the surface and make our lives miserable. The ingredient that's missing here is the lifting mechanism. That's because high pressure is usually in control of our summer pattern. A big ridge of high pressure moves overhead, and that prevents any lift, so there's no way for the hot and juicy air to escape into the sky. The nuts and bolts of thunderstorm development are quite simple. The three ingredients come together and make a thunderstorm. Okay, maybe it's not quite that simple. We all know that the temperature decreases as you go up in the sky. An approaching storm system, like a low pressure system, takes warm and moist air at the surface and lifts it up into that colder air. This is the beginning stage and where the warm moist air starts to condense and makes a cloud. This repeated process lifts more and more juicy air upward, and the condensation principle continues. The influx of water vapor constantly being shoved up into colder air will cause little tiny raindrops to form. The raindrops will try to fall due to gravity, but they'll continue to be pummeled upward by the updraft. Eventually, the raindrops will grow into a size that the updraft is unable to support. This is where the raindrops will start making their way to the surface. A large mass of rain will start falling, and the rain-cooled air will start a downward track. This is the downdraft stage. And now, the machine is really getting going. Eventually, the juicy air being updrafted will run out, kind of like a car running out of gas. This lack of fuel will weaken the updraft, and the thunderstorm will begin the decaying process. The storm will continue to drop all of the condensed moisture until it runs out of steam, per se. Then, the storm will dissipate. Lightning happens when positive and negative charges get together. The moist air at the surface contains mostly negatively charged particles, and the top of the cloud has mostly positively charged particles. The updraft in a thunderstorm carries a lot of these negatively charged particles up into the sky, and if the updraft is strong enough, then they'll make it to the top part of the cloud where the positive charges are, and then the party begins. The stronger the updrafting, the more negatively charged particles make it up to the top of the cloud. Hail develops when very strong updrafts carry the moisture far up into the sky where the temperatures are well below freezing. The raindrops freeze, then they try to fall. If the updraft is really strong, Then the small hailstone will collect moisture on the way down, then get propelled back upstairs by the powerful updraft. And this process will continue over and over until the hailstone gets so large that the updraft can't support it anymore, and it will fall to the ground. There's one thing that prevents thunderstorms from developing. It's a phrase we've all heard the weather pros say from time to time, and that's, there's a cap in the atmosphere. Think of a cap like a lid on a pot of boiling water. The water in the pot is hot and moist, but the lid prevents the steam from escaping. If you remove the lid, then you'll notice steam rapidly rises upward into the kitchen. This is the same concept in the atmosphere. An inverted layer of air in the lower to middle levels acts like a lid or a cap so the air can't rise. However, if this cap erodes or breaks then all that pent-up, juicy air at the surface can quickly shoot up in the atmosphere into much colder air. That causes it to condense and starts the process of developing a thunderstorm. Let's talk about some of the types of thunderstorms. There's the single-cell or pulse-type storm. This type of thunderstorm occurs with one updraft and one downdraft. These storms usually develop in the summertime when there's a cap dividing the moist hot air at the surface and the colder air upstairs. The cap prevents the air from rising, but there can be little areas where that cap becomes weak. And this is the place where the surface air can overpower that weak spot in the cap. These pulse-type storms are usually isolated and many times just bubble up and then rain themselves out and then collapse. A lot of times they don't move much because there's really no steering mechanism upstairs to push them anywhere, so they'll, they could remain stationary or slowly drift in erratic directions. This is where you can get a huge dump of rain in as little as 15 minutes. The strength of the updraft determines how strong these little buggers can get. Sometimes these storms can quickly become severe with large hail because of the extreme updrafting, and you'll get very strong winds due to the rain-cooled air downdrafting back to the surface. These types of storms usually don't produce tornadoes just because this particular structure doesn't support it. Another type is called a multicell cluster. This is where several single-cell thunderstorms develop in an area, and they're all in different stages of development. Groups of cells just bubble up and down and they merge into one another to create stronger cells. The individual cells normally don't last long, but they could keep bubbling up in various locations for a couple of hours before exhausting all the available moisture or instability. Another type is called a multi-cell line. This is where a long line of thunderstorms can extend for hundreds of miles. You've probably heard this called a squall line. The fancy term we use is QLCS, or Quasi-Linear Convective System. The line moves into an unstable air mass and taps into energy, and storms constantly redevelop over and over again as they move forward into the rich air mass. Thunderstorms along this line can be quite strong with large hail and strong outflow winds. The strong winds in a squall line are usually the result of downdrafting air from the storms spreading out as they reach the surface. Tornadoes can form along these squall lines, but you mostly get strong straight-line winds, sometimes gusting well over 70 miles an hour. And finally, the supercell. Supercells are a special kind of single-cell storm that can last for hours. These are the ones that have the ability to twist and are responsible for producing tornadoes. The updrafts in supercell thunderstorms can get over 100 miles an hour, creating extremely large hail, sometimes to the size of softballs. Violent tornadoes can develop from supercells due to very strong wind shear. That's strong winds blowing at different directions with height and this shear gives a thunderstorm the ability to rotate. We hope this gives you some insight on how thunderstorms develop and the potential damaging effects they have. Remember, if you can hear thunder, then lightning is near. Always heed this warning. When thunder roars, go indoors. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of
3: Stormdar Weather School.
0: And we are back. We took a little break and we got some homemade bread upstairs. Corey, you still I'm chewing it. yours? I'm still chewing mine. Sherry, <laughs> you c- Nope, I inhaled mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have this recipe that I make a, make a homemade bread, and my mother demands it when I come up. And uh, I think next time for the podcast, we, we figure out podcast day. I mean, next week is July. When is July 1st? Is it Wednesday?
2: I don't know. It's on July 1st, it's What is hey, It's 24th? July 1st. Yeah, I, think, I don't even
0: know what
3: today
2: is. <laughs> well, there's 30 days in June. Yeah. I know that. And July 1st is the day after June 30th. When, what, what God, is today? he's so smart wow. What is today? Today is like that? the 24th? Today is the 24th yeah. I don't know So next week
3: yeah.
2: yeah Okay, well we'll cross that bridge when like we get there today? The
1: <laughs> July is my birthday month Oh, really? Feel free to send gifts We're bowing oh, my down to
0: her Oh Wait, July what?
1: 21st
0: Oh, well we got a few weeks We'll have to have but our You
1: should sh- start planning now. Well,
0: so. I know, but see, it's the 21st, that's probably a Tuesday, I think.
2: I have no idea, but yeah, if the 1st is on four, a Wednesday the 21st days later day. is our anniversary <gasps> because she oh. turned 18 and 4 days later we got married. We're going to have to do something really special. Tried- what number are we this year?
1: 24?
0: No. 24, really? No. We're at
1: 24.
0: No. And no, Corey's okay. like no. Now wait a minute. It's usually the twenty-three.
2: Woman. We were in the, the ninety-seven. Wife? I this thought we already did twenty-three. though No, it was a twenty-three. But see, the wife is the one usually knows. Okay,
1: but I just looked actually because once we hit like twenty, I lost track. But. Okay. (laughs) I thought, I think I've said we've been married for 23 years for so long.
2: Well, our son will be 22 in December. So this will be our 23rd anniversary. Yeah. Like I've been telling
1: everybody that I've been married for 23 years so long that, like, I did that one year, I kept telling everybody I was 27, but I was getting ready to turn 27. Okay. Right. So then when I actually turned 27, I was like, I'm 28. (laughs) I lost a whole year of my life. Because
0: if, if you're that close. You know, like mine. Mine's October twenty sixth. So if I was like somebody asked me on October twenty fourth, it's like, right. oh yeah, I'm. You know, the next year, of course. So I so. think
1: I've been saying twenty three so long, like all uh, this year. This will be your
2: sixtieth, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have feeling Corey's going to get some bread heels in in your no, face. Not to you. That's you. will be sixty oh, this year. No. Fifty six. No, I'll be fifty seven. Fifty seven. I thought you were
2: fifty five. No, wrong. I'm fifty six. So
1: like I literally, okay. I went to the hospital. So one you're, time. you're
2: thirteen years older than me. Yeah.
1: I'm older than Corey. You, you, were born,
2: <laughs> you were born right after. You know, I can't ask you where you were when JFK was shot. Yeah, I yeah. can ask my parents and you know, but No, I, can't I, ask I was you. in a
0: crib going. What? <laughs> That's probably what so I was you're doing. You were born
2: what year 63? 63. 63 and he was shot in November of 63, right? So So he was a you month grew old. Up i was a not month even old. a month old. You <laughs> yeah. grew up. Uh, you were Did you, you went to school in Springfield? Yeah. Boy, his wheels going, are turning. I know. I'm
1: like, is he going somewhere <laughs> like, uh, with this? We're, we're if y'all, y'all
2: could see his, his face right I'm now. I'm Trying to think of,
1: <laughs> like the mouse I'm is really running of hard in there. Makes
2: Rand- Rando, what makes What what makes Randy? What he is?
1: Um.
2: Well, okay. Because I think his he mother and his father, ha- ha- he went without many of the uh, important. <laughs>
1: He's making me nervous. <laughs> I'm kind of getting
2: scared many, here, too. So many of the things that I had yeah. growing up, yet so were. So
1: did a lot of people. <laughs> you were Well, what I'm saying that. is.
0: He, he's trying to find. I, 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 I see where I, you're kind of going. I'm going
2: with we are stormed our weather. Right.
0: But, we but Rando
1: interest. did not have the. Tons of people are interested in weather. Well,
0: not like us. There's lots of
1: weather but enthusiasts. Rando
2: did not grow up. Watching Travis Meyer and the
0: Weather Channel, and Gary yeah. England,
2: but he had his and own.
1: He maybe he developed was not Oklahoma. He developed his later I in his twenties. You
2: one hundred percent, even in the.
1: 50s okay, and 60s, but there are still weather enthusiasts that live all over the country, honey. There they are. don't just live in Oklahoma. I
2: think I've but lost control was, of this podcast. I was privileged because I grew up in one of the largest <laughs> weather markets being Tulsa, Oklahoma and Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, to where I got to watch Gary England in 1981 when I was four years old issue a tornado warning. I kind of see where he's going.
1: But you kinda. so do so you remember?
2: I remember when I was three and four years old, who the weatherman was at the time. Stop beating the table. Don Woods <laughs> was wow the weatherman. A three and four? four, way before I oh, was. I has Up until I history. was nine, ten years old. Okay, he was the weatherman <laughs> at KTUL, where I was privileged enough to work. work. Later on in life and uh he this is how he did the weather he had a
1: chalkboard Oh, my gosh
2: no he, keep going no this this is cool cuz he had a chalkboard I know where he's going. for a dry erase board and he drew he a cartoon character and that cartoon character showed his weather forecast
1: dusty no, no.
2: His name was not
1: Dusty. <laughs> it was Gusty. Gusty. Okay, sorry.
2: Gusty. And Gusty, whether he had was blowing away in the wind, he, this is the way he would end so his you weather know forecast He's literally every acting this out for us. day. Every day, Don Woods would end his weather forecast with a drawing, and he would draw it live on TV of Gusty. Gusty would either be wet or blowing in the wind or whatever. Okay, I was privileged enough to meet Don Woods when I worked at KTUL. He came back right before he passed away and did a weather forecast with Travis Meyer, who is now at Channel 6. But they came back. They were having an anniversary year because KTUL was, I think, 50 years old that year. And they gave away a bunch of dust. Gusty dolls, and I didn't so get one. Why
1: don't reason. you just ask Randy what got him into the so,
2: weather? Well, no, I, what I, I was so saying when you were talking, I remember when I was four years old who the right. weather guy was, and I remember watching weather cut ins way back in the day. Now, when I lived in the Joplin area, it was who was it? Who, who did the weather cut ins when you were a little on KSN TV, where I also worked later in life? Who <coughs> did the weather cut ins Aunt Norma? What was his name? Please tell me you remember.
1: I, I've got his face. <laughs> Don't tell me. Uh-huh. Ford? What was his first name? I'm, like that's like
2: Henry. <laughs> Ken Ford. Ken. Ken. I was like, Ford. I can
1: see his face and everything, and I've got the Ford, not, not but the I job can't. My yeah. mother
2: wasn't quite up to par with the Tulsa. Or and I remember right. Jim
1: Odie did sports. Well, yes. <laughs> I remember that more than but, I remember uh, the weather.
0: Well, okay. Let, I can remember when I was home? really young. <laughs> KY3 had a weather guy, and I'm sure you have no idea who he is. No, I wasn't familiar with Springfield Weather back then. And I think I remember his last name. And if people know, if I'm wrong, let me know. I think his name was Fred Miller. He was a weathercaster. And I remember the one thing I definitely remember that Fred Miller said, there was a huge thunderhead a huge cumulonimbus cloud in the east, and it just, it was amazing. I mean, you walk outside, literally, you look at the east, this thunderhead covered the majority of the easterns. It was just amazing. And I remember watching him on KY3 and say, did everybody see that incredible big thunderhead in the east? Now, I remember who he is, but that's what I really remember. And I remember that I saw that big thunderhead. Now, this was, I was about... What you you know you were talking about your age like five or six or whatever, and I'm sure now my mother's going to going to tell me, but 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 until then, I you know we got a weather radio, and I thought that was so cool when they actually would sit there you know and actually read the forecast on the
2: tape yeah, and, talk it would, it into the... and it would into the they
0: would yeah it would well play, back but...
2: then they had a it was actual people talking, right? I got a weather radio for my first Father's Day. I think Aww. I bought it for myself. I still have it somewhere. Probably. But, I wouldn't nobody have liked you it even existed. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have a kid yet, but she was pregnant. So I thought, oh, I'm going to buy a weather radio because, you know, that it's Father's I Day. I
1: didn't get anything that year for Mother's Day. Anyway, <laughs> I have chipped. Uh, I've, pre- <laughs> I've
2: had a lot of tornado warnings on that thing throughout the years. Wow. Let me tell you this. Okay. Fred Miller. It was Fred Miller? KY3 Weather.
0: Okay, I was right.
2: From 1961. Yeah, to 1995. Whoa. Oh yeah, no, I remember Fred Miller. Te- he was definitely. there forever, so he had to be the predecessor of of Ron, basically. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, like right before because Ron started right around then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I remember Fred very, very well. He passed away in I was 2008. Right, yes. Uh huh. At age of 86, <gasps>
2: Fred Miller passed away just recently. No, in 2008.
0: Well, I mean that's 12 years ago. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, that's not recently.
0: Yeah, but but compared to like 1960. Well, he 12 blasted. years ago, was pretty recent. He, he was weatherman forever. was he like 186 years old or something? 86, 86 years old. 86 years old. Wow. Yeah, I, for, I was right. I remember. Okay, my old memory, my old 56-year-old memory is really,
2: Wow. I love that. I'm gonna have to look at some old YouTube clips because I see mm-hmm. Fred Miller being on here. I'm gonna. Oh okay. yeah,
0: he was the big, the you know, I, but it was KY three. I yeah. remember. I I mean, back when TVs, you only had three channels, right? ABC, CBS, and NBC. That's all you had. I
1: only had those three channels until we got married. Wow. I never had cable.
0: Well, you lived in the boonies. Though, well, didn't
1: I w- you? that was part of the problem was that it wasn't available where I was at. But I had
2: cable. She it didn't.
1: became available. Mm-hmm. When I was
2: see, she lived on the other side mm-hmm. of the river. Oh, that's right. that's right. You weren't in the <laughs> other zags. That's but right. She,
1: <laughs> but cable came out. I remember when cable came out and laid lines and offered services. And my mom still doesn't have cable. My mom still does not have she cable. She has dish. my mom
0: doesn't either. But
1: dish. my grandmother. So
0: does my mom.
3: Has a dish.
0: Yeah.
1: My grandmother lived through the field from us. Uh huh. And she had cable. So every once in a while, like, that was a big deal to go down to my grandma's and watch something on TV. Well, if you didn't
2: have cable in Miami growing up, Mm -hmm. which my grandparents didn't, they do now. If you didn't have cable, you only got Joplin stations. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Joplin was 20 miles away. Right, right.
1: On a good day, I could get channel 26. I could get... Four channels. That, well, was, that the was PBS, PBS but right? it still had oh, Joplin and oh, Springfield. Yeah, because P- yeah, they added
2: PBS. That's yeah. right. So,
1: on a, but it was a good day. I could get, you know, but get if the you antenna cable, ears just right. If
2: you had cable, you got to choose whether you wanted to watch the Joplin affiliates or the Tulsa affiliates because you got both. And, you know, because I loved weather so much, I always went with the Tulsa affiliates. Of especially course. during severe weather. Because well, they that's had, where it's coming they from. had yeah. the newest technology in Tulsa. Right. With, with radars and, And they had the the storm tracks to where you could tell what time it was going to hit each town. Right, right. And they had a first alert thing, which was (sighs) back in the day, it was an amazing thing because they could send a picture of the storm or tornado or whatever that the chasers out in the fields could somehow send a still picture uh, to the meteorologist, and they could put that on the air within minutes. And I thought that was so high cool. technology. I'm sure it took a good 20 minutes to get that picture in. Oh, though.
0: God, they had to feed the hamsters to get the... Ro- <laughs> yeah, <You> know, <laughs> this, was in the,
2: this was in the early 90s, so I'm not sure how they did it. Mm-hmm. So they had more technology than we did by just sending text messages, you know. Right? Well, yeah. Gosh,
1: when we first started chasing in the early two thousands, cell phones still weren't even a thing. Like we, well, we were,
2: we had cell. Phones. Well, you didn't right, have but, like but internet talking, out in the field, right? Yeah, you had a cell phone. Well, we did,
1: but it didn't work. Like the signal wouldn't pick up it because the on storm if the would take out the towers. Hit the and, tower
2: or not? <clears throat> but yeah, but I had my laptop hooked up to my Nokia phone, so we stuff. Right. we had radar. I had a special cord I ordered off of Radio Shack. It wasn't eBay. we were it wasn't, talking about it Radio wasn't Shack Amazon, girl. <laughs> but it was probably eBay that uh-huh. that plugged into my computer, my laptop, and plugged into my Nokia cell phone. Uh huh. No Nokia. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was able to get radar. It uh-huh. wasn't you know One radar scope by any means. quick
1: and it wouldn't? It, it hit was just National right.
2: Weather Service radar that was <laughs> on their website. It wasn't any. Mm -hmm. Special thing. I just
1: remember when we would actually spot something and we'd be trying to call the station to let them know and then the phone wouldn't work.
2: Well, Because I did live on the air with the stations a lot. Yeah. And when you really needed to do it, you could because always, yeah, drop if it was a big outbreak or something that actually took the cell phone towers out. did so, we get from anyway. here? Like no, how did this but start? I, but I got to tell you this. This is I mean from
0: way back. You know, watching Fred Miller and growing up and stuff. I remember this is very vivid in my head. I remember watching the TV and they had the the Springfield radar. You know, is is archaic as it was, but it wasn't the you know twirly, but it was like. Not Nexrad, but you know they could have radar on it.
2: Which one? When was this? Huh? What year was this? Oh,
0: I don't, I don't I'm just saying when I was younger. Was it that? probably
2: wasn't the Springfield radar at all. There was no radar in Springfield. It was yeah. called the Monette radar. Yeah, yeah, Monet. right? And, and yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah Yes, it was Monette. I would Monette. have loved to have seen. He's so smart. I would have loved to have seen a picture of the actual Monette radar. I never got to see what she it looked like. some
1: of that time like cleaning. Like he could clean well, while he learns.
2: Do you know how many times Ken <laughs> Ford said Monette radar? I worked with Ken. I'm
0: glad you said it because no, you're right. It was Monet. It yeah. was in the Monet radar, and that was a perfect place for it because it was
2: right between Joplin and Springfield. Right, you know.
0: But but my thing is, what I remember this so vivid, and I remember watching it on television. And in my head, I remember this. I can't tell you how vividly I keep saying that in my head. I remember it to this day. It's like they really need to like make something so all the radars can make one picture. I remember that saying that in my head, not knowing that probably in another 15 years that was actually going to happen.
1: I left the room during the news. (laughs) But it was so cool. The news came on. I went to my room to play with my dolls. And well, by that
2: time, I was directing the news. Yeah, well, yeah. because so you're playing with your
0: dolls, and you were directing the news, and that's that's the way it goes. Because what year, were, you still in school? Because you directing were across news? the river. You had to be in still <laughs> in school when I was I directing was news.
1: Still in high school when you very first started directing? Okay. News. you were directing the weekend news my senior year. You did not go full no, time. No, I was directing
2: the weekend mm-hmm. news in 1995, it, which, my senior year in oh, high really? school. Oh, really? Yeah. You
1: didn't direct your senior year. I directed
2: my first year in college.
1: You ran master control,
2: and then I directed like two months later, and then I started the six and ten director. Five, six, and ten,
1: like right before we got married.
2: Man, so many storm, so many late nights for severe weather for storm See, we didn't have a radar. There was no radar anywhere except for the Springfield National Weather Service had a radar. Yeah, and we got a new meteorologist and a new news director who runs the news department from Tulsa and you know how Tulsa is and how that, what they were used to. So (laughs) they came up with a way to finance a new radar for Joplin. Joplin's never had a radar before. And back then they explained to advertisers that it takes six to 16 minutes for the next rad radar at the Springfield National Weather Service to show what's happening over Joplin. And by the time it's over Joplin, it's so many feet way up in the atmosphere. Yeah. But that was true back in the day. It's not so much true anymore. Mm-hmm. But internet being what it was in 1997 with oh, this yeah. dial-up. It was
0: just yeah, just really getting going. Yeah,
2: It was 6 to 16 minutes old by the time wow. we got, received the data. So that's how we sold the sponsorship to the Doppler, which cost $600,000 from Baron Doppler. We had our own huge tower built with a radome on top from Baron Doppler, which was two or three miles outside of town. And uh, we built that, and the hospital, Freeman Hospital, sponsored it. Oh, nice. Nice. And we were the only ones in town with with that radar. And it was the coolest thing because we were so much over the other stations that Mm -hmm. we were like weather supreme. And we were the only station with a meteorologist. Oh, that's nice. So shortly after that, I started chasing and was on the air several times. But... It seems to me after we got that Doppler in '97, and after we hired Gary Bandy, we stole Gary Bandy from the neighboring ABC. affiliate. And I still
0: want Gary Bandy to be again on the podcast. He I really is. Oh, he was oh, awesome. awesome.
2: He's a radio guy, so he talked. He talks, you know, a lot.
0: We got to contact him. Anyway, but I'll, I'll make we stole that note. him
2: from the ABC affiliate, and as soon as we did, like two or three months after we we, we purchased the Doppler. It seems like the weirdest thing happened because it seems like Tornado Alley was shifting. That's the weird thing. Toward I know. Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. So we were getting tornado warnings that we had never had before with damage and stuff that people were tuning into us because we had all this information and radar and Doppler that none of the other stations had. We had the storm tracks. We had the, the lightning. We could tell whether it was... A positive or negative lightning strike. See, that's a cool thing. I know. We need to get that. That was the coolest thing. Anyway, we man. had the Parsons tornado, and we had all kinds of tornado. We had the Franklin, uh, Kansas tornado. with the Carl Junction tornado. All these tornadoes, all these tornadoes, started, tornadoes man. started happening after we got the Doppler. We didn't have any tornadoes before the Doppler. <laughs> Amazing, but after that we've had <laughs> so many more, and then finally with the Joplin tornado, yeah, it's like something shifted in there somewhere. Well, Joplin, but then after that was
0: more. I mean, because it went well, back more, into Oklahoma, uh, wasn't more? Was m-
2: that the same year? More was consistent. More was, they always have tornadoes there. Oh, well, they do, but they've had three F fives in the past. Sh- wow. It started with 1999. I remember I went home for dinner. Between the six and ten news, I mm-hmm. lived a mile and a half from the station. And I went home for dinner on May third, nineteen ninety nine, and my dad calls. And now, 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 I was expecting some severe weather because we were, but even back then, we were under a slight or maybe okay. even a moderate because we didn't have the enhanced and we didn't have right did all the marginal stuff, and all right. that. So I was expecting, and I was expecting it to be a late night. So my dad calls me when I was home eating dinner. It was 7 o'clock, and it was a Thursday night. And I remember that because Friends was on. And (laughs) my dad calls and said, Oklahoma City's getting damaged by huge tornadoes. Moore is, like, wiped out. Oh, my gosh. And it was May third, nineteen 1999. And, you know, that was the Moore Bridge Creek tornado that is infamous in in the history books. In fact, you, you download our... A radar app that we use, Radar Scope, uh uh-huh. and and the icon is the that tornado in nineteen ninety nine. Oh, that's
0: that's her actual avatar icon. Yeah, yeah oh, Even though that wow. app didn't
2: exist back then, uh-huh. that storm that is on the icon is the Moore Bridge Creek tornado. Oh, that's cool little history I mean, thing. I mean, right? It, 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 it's a very iconic hook on oh, uh, yeah. on that app. I mean, yeah, it's very obvious. There's a tornado there. <laughs> but I remember. Wow well, I better hurry up and eat and head back to the station because by then we had our Doppler for two years, and I was like, I was going to watch the tornadoes uh-huh. come up I-44. And yeah. that's exactly what they did. And, and you were in Miami at about, this point? Well, I was in, no, I was in Joplin. You are in Joplin. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. KSN TV. Uh-huh. And one thirty a.m., the storm has finally made to Joplin, and we had a tornado warning that night. <sighs> Wow, and if I remember correctly, just a few, a couple hours later, there was a tornado warning for Stone and Taney County. Now nothing really touched down. Okay, that kind of came around. But yeah, it, it was just a line that had formed eventually. So I don't know if there were front line spinners or what, but the entire area saw tornado warnings that night. Now, it What year was this? this? More, 1999. Okay, yeah, I was in. I was. Oh no, I was here. I was here.
0: That's right, because I started working at Shoji's in '98, so I was oh. at uh, White River Mountain Apartments in Hollister. That's where I was at. Oh, I
2: didn't know
0: that. Ah, interesting. Yeah, because every time I think of '90s, it's like, oh, well, I was in St. Louis in the '90s,
2: but that very end. Oh, but Moore man. is like a, a hot spot for tornadoes. It, and it is, and, big, and I don't know why. Well, I'll tell you why. That's it's crazy. Just, <laughs> it's just right there in the in the bit in the area between canada and the gulf of mexico it's it's the <laughs> you're like right it's there. the magic spot <laughs> it's a sweet spot because they've had three f5 tornadoes since 1999 see that's insane the last one was in 2013 or 2014 somewhere around there uh during the day see
0: that's that's totally insane that.
2: I remember that one. See, my 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 sister in law, my my wife had to leave to go pick up my kid. Yeah. So if you don't know why she's not. Yeah. Children. Right. Yeah. So it's just me and Corey. So my sister in law lives in Moore. Her sister, and we were scared to death about them because we couldn't get a hold of them. We were on a cruise. Oh, I remember were, you telling me We were in the that. middle yes. of the Caribbean with her, with my wife's mom and dad. So my wife's mom and dad is trying to call my wife's sister oh, over man. and over and over again because we're watching on CNN and the town's been demolished and we can't wow. get a hold of them and they live there. My wa- my wife's uh husband is the band director for more. Okay. So wow. and we saw our schools were demolished and everything but it turns out they were in their shelter and fine. So that, that's the thing. If you get a tornado warning, go in your shelter. But it's we can't stress it you know, that, that enough. That, that, that's another tornado story that I can share that I wasn't really a part of, but I the anxiety was really up there because we were trying to get a hold. Do you know how expensive it is to call Moore, Oklahoma from from the Caribbean on a cruise ship? Well, back then,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, because you well, didn't this is have twenty
2: thirteen. Audit- oh.
0: You Good. didn't have like internet. Oh, because you're, you're international. If you're in international yeah. waters at that yeah. point. Yeah. Oh.
2: Even if you did it on the internet, it was expensive because the internet on a cruise ship isn't cheap. But no, yeah. that's true. It was probably hundreds of dollars of calls from a cruise ship to more Oklahoma that day. Man.
3: Anyway.
0: No, you, you've
2: had some adventures, I think. <laughs> I'm ready for some more. Uh,
0: I, You know, I am too. We haven't had that much around here this year. Um, but
2: I think uh, we were hosed on the severe weather. We were. I mean we,
0: we talked about it before, like, you know, the the, the, the big back loaded
2: We had main, no tornado we had warnings. Nothing. Here. Here. We had some hail.
0: Yeah, but that's not the same thing as like really big, severe. Nothing stuff, that
2: so. really raised the hair on the back of my neck stuff. And,
0: and you know what? July is coming up next week. So I need to start looking at the I haven't looked at the the Climate Prediction Center in a while. I've been I haven't been focused on that. I have. Uh oh you have? What what's the C P C saying? Are are they th- I do believe It's interesting. I'm glad you look because I, I have. not. I do believe
2: and I saw it this week that the next three months temperature wise is going to be below normal.
0: Below? Mm-hmm. Really? Now, normal it, for July is it, 89.90. Okay, so for below could mean even 85. Yeah. You know, it could be... We're not talking like freezing and snow and stuff like that.
2: And I think the precip was above normal. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. That actually... Yeah. that that I'm going to have to look at that again and yeah, revisit I think
0: we, it. Yeah, like for next week's podcast. I think I'm really going to have to delve into that. Now, for the next
2: two weeks... Yeah, they t- did. You see t- the one for the, for the next two weeks? I did not. What's it saying? Um, I think it was the uh, temperature. It was uh, the entire country was covered in either reds or or greens, which reds would be above Ooh. and you're right. Missouri was completely circled. What? And <laughs> only Missouri out of the entire country. Had EC equal, equal chances. chances. Weird. It was the weirdest thing because it was like the whole, just the entire just state, the state of Missouri. <laughs> just the entire state was, 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 wow, out of everything.
0: Holy Which cow. Is, is the
2: weirdest thing, if you ask me. Well, and that's on temperature. Yeah, I think so. I think it was temperature.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm really going to have to. And of course, I haven't looked at El Nino or I haven't looked at any of that stuff, but uh, we will. I will do that next week so in July. We need to think of something different for July. But I think now let's get to in other news. And you know what? I got something really interesting.
2: So um, do I. So do I. You, you, I mean, you go ahead first.
0: Well, I mean, now this is from... Yours C- is
2: probably more interesting because it, 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 it's, it's fact, really unusual. It's actual weather news. it's yeah, not yeah. actual weather news. But you
0: know. Right. Uh, and this is from CNN Weather... Uh, and I actually looked up, uh, on YouTube of how to pronounce this. So I'm hoping to, that's why it's underlined. part of it. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's art and you can look this up on, on CNN weather, uh, Arctic Siberian town of Verkhoyansk. Verkhoyansk. Sure. Yeah. I knew the, yeah. V-E-R-K-H-O-Y-A-N-S-K. Hit a temperature now. Siberian town hit a temperature of one hundred point four degrees Fahrenheit last Saturday. Now, okay. Number one, you got to look at Siberian. <laughs> you got to take that. It's an Arctic area, and they say Verkhoyansk is also considered one of the world's coldest towns. And in eighteen ninety-two, it dropped to ninety below zero Fahrenheit. And uh, just for reference, the average June temperature up there is 68 degrees. They hit 100.4. And if you read the article, uh, I'll just tell you a couple of little tidbits of this article. They said it is that this town, this area is the fastest warming place on the globe. You know, we've always heard of climate change and, like, little global warming going up. Whatever, this is the fastest uh, warming place on Earth. The uh, Arctic ice around it is melting quickly. There's just a lot in there. So I would highly suggest going looking at that. That is just amazing. That's almost like...
2: Alaska hitting that, and you never hear of that. You know, it's way up oh, know. there. Why
0: not? Why not? Well, and Stuart, our buddy Stuart Langer, uh, he did you see what he sent us? Yeah, I did. He felt so sorry for us because yeah. his highs are like in the sixties, and you know, yeah. and it was like, yeah, well,
2: it's Alaska. <laughs> at least he's not in the
0: hundreds. You never know. <laughs> he could
2: be in the eighties right now, but he's not. He's actually lower than he was last than they were last year at this time. Oh, really? At this time, they were they they experienced record highs last year. Oh, wow. I remember, remember they were Oh, I remember. And, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, they it was warmer than Now, than, now,
2: now Stewart, he is like near near North Pole, Alaska. North so, Pole, Alaska. So, he's yeah. way up there. Yeah. My cousins live in Anchorage and We need to get them on the podcast. Well, we, do, we could do that. Oh, yeah. Uh they're all nurses up there uh, from Oklahoma. They moved up there and uh oh, you know, Anchorage, they aren't as cold as the rest of the state because they get a lot of that yeah they're right on the ocean so they can Think still get the bay of alaska they, yeah, keep that they coming get in, that yeah. warm warmer <laughs> warmer yeah
0: <laughs> it's still but it's but way they, up there they can get
2: hot this time of year and, oh yeah it, it's not that you know far off from here really you'd be surprised how many times anchorage is warmer than we are oh i know yeah
0: oh i know well yeah and some of those places you know, like i was going to say up there in in uh uh like north pole and stuff in, in the middle of alaska was warmer than florida at one point with <laughs> last year that's when they had all those record record highs and right. stuff uh, but you know it just goes to show you it can happen the, the the all the the climates are changing i mean you got this place in siberia it's like a hundred degrees that's insane
2: well, wow. So, uh, well, you you always hear, you know, Siberia. All you think is cold and, and tundra and snow tundra, yeah. and
0: everything. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get much snow at a hundred degrees. No. <laughs> Do you got what you got over there, Corey?
2: Well, you know, I'm a big movie buff. Okay, I have several favorite movies, and there are certain movies out there that entertain me no matter how many times Mm -hmm. i watch okay (laughs) and i talked to the wife who would be totally you know into this conversation right now with but we had this conversation over dinner okay i said i just read something about one of my favorite movies uh-huh. Do you know what movie that would be? And she was talking about how many well, my favorite movies. She couldn't figure out what movie is. She goes, <laughs> Forrest Gump." I go, oh, "That is one of my favorite movies." <laughs> you know, my another movie I love is uh, uh, "Fried Green Tomatoes." Anything that had to do with you know the twenties and thirties and that era, I love. Oh, okay. But uh, guess what? They're. Uh, Guess what was announced today? What movie they're gonna be re- remaking? Ba- basically, Twister. Yes, they are. I just yes. guess
0: they're gonna be remaking they're what rebooting
2: Twister. Just announced today, Universal Pictures is gonna be rebooting uh, Twister, and they're they're getting the the new uh, the director from uh, the new Top Gun movie, which is coming out, to direct, and. Uh, not whole bunch is being released yet, but it's supposed to be uh, one of the lot, top movies. It's supposed to be in the blockbuster type, you know, uh, movies that summer type, yeah, yeah, movie. They're m- biggies, right? Makers. So they got you know the uh, top di- directors and the producers, and and they're expecting to make a lot of money. And, and it was just announced today. So they're gonna reboot the uh, the Twister. Now this was a 1996 movie that was a massive hit. It made half a billion dollars worldwide oh, sure. at the box office. Gosh, yes! I could have been an extra in the movie in college if I would have just went down there and did it. But they were they they put out a. Uh, uh, an extra casting call for college students back in the day and I didn't go down there just to do it. Oh, you I wish oh, I would have a blast. All the weather people that are actual weathermen uh-huh. In in Oklahoma weather lore, the historic the the, the the main pillars of Oklahoma weather are all in that movie. The oh, sun way nice. some actual meteorologists. Uh huh. Like Th- Gary you get Gary yeah Gary Bandy Gary Gary not Gary Bandy but Gary oh. England oh Gary England okay yeah is in that movie. He's the very first meteorologist doing the weather cut in in the nineteen sixties in that movie. Jeff Lazalier is in that movie from uh wow. Tulsa weather. Just different weather icons from Oklahoma they actually used in that movie, which is very cool.
0: How I will watch it. I'll, I'll watch, watch it. Yeah, I'll definitely
2: watch it. I mean, I like movie
0: Twister. Uh, which Which one do I have the problem with? That they have all the things that are wrong. Is it? Well,
2: let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> Even back in the day, I watched Twister uh-huh. with my wife at a drive-in movie. <laughs> Okay. Which was cool because they were showing two movies and we had to leave between. We didn't get to watch the second one because my wife was so young she had to get home before 10. Okay. But we wa- we really enjoyed watching Twister at a drive-in because there's an iconic scene in Twister at a drive-in where the drive-in gets destroyed by a tornado. Oh, wow. But there are certain things that were wrong in Twister. But... It's still a favorite of Storm Chasers to this day. Okay. Even though there were some things that are wrong, there were still some things they got right. So I wonder if the remake is going to correct those. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably but the not. the next movie that came out <laughs> just not too long ago was called Into the Storm. That's
0: the one that I always had problems it with. It was corny. It was very corny. It and it, I watched it, it twice. <laughs> I, I, I
2: think I own both movies <laughs> because it's just my own thing. But I Into the Storm. That's right. Yeah. No Into the was Storm was all of, kinds of wrong. It was a lot corny. Now I liked Twister because it took place in my home state. That's what. Yeah. and it was filmed in my home state. And I recognize things in my home state that they put on the TV, on the the movie screen. But when they are at the very beginning of the Twister movie, they're in 1969. And a tornado is coming, and you have... Gary England on the black and white TV Although he's not playing Gary England He's playing just a regular weatherman Uh, Saying there's a tornado coming There's a tornado warning for blah 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 county Oklahoma and Kingfisher county Uh Well the dad comes up and says There's a tornado on it's way And it's an F5 (laughs) (laughs) Well this is 1969 for one thing, <laughs> yeah, uh, let let let's school some people. Well, on the ESCAL didn't really exist so much back then. No. Also, <laughs> you're not gonna know what size the tornado was <laughs> until. Days later, even today, you're not right. gonna know if it was an F5 you have to assess headed your it. way until days later. Basically, I mean, maybe, even, maybe even a the Joplin tornado they right. said F4, and then, right. like, what three weeks
0: later they said that they upgraded so they to five. They can't tell you on no, TV, no, they what can't
2: size that. the tornado
0: is. <laughs> but if the script says, yeah, <laughs> then you got to say especially
2: that. especially in 1969. <laughs> now, now right. today, they have more <laughs> technology that they can actually confirm a, a tornado on radar. which they could, back, uh, yeah. They didn't they really have the much radar better. back then, right? But they, you know, had the. Yeah. They have co- correlation coefficient, right? Right now, And yeah. Which tells you CC, if there's debris yeah. in the atmosphere.
0: Well, yeah, that that's really good for like seeing if there's probably something on the
2: ground, right? Uh, yeah, well, because it's putting stuff in the, and atmo- in, in the air that shouldn't be there, right? And it comes back as a hole, basically, and that's. Yeah. The only way that you can have a radar confirmed tornado. Uh, yeah. Which there, uh, the first radar confirmed tornado, where was it? Oh, I, gosh, think it was uh, Moore, I think it was it in more. I think it was probably Moore. more. It wasn't 1999. I don't think. Maybe it
0: was. <laughs> well, I know, I know that they get. I mean, when they say radar indicated, and I've noticed in the past year,
2: especially this radar year. Radar indicated and radar confirmed are
0: different. Oh, uh, that's totally different. But I've I have noticed we've seen. This year, we've seen, not around here, but on areas of the country, a lot of really tight couplets that were, you know, you and I text each other and say, why is this not warned? But the National Weather Service is not warning it. And it's like, why are they not doing that? And I think they're being a little less aggressive on it. I mean, now they have tools that we don't have. I mean, they've got all the high tech. They can
2: see things. They have uh, they
0: they they got stuff. I mean,
2: yeah, and I would hope they do. Yeah, I mean, but Liberal when I, national weather, you, when
0: you and me are seeing a really tight couplet, bright red and green together, and that thing is not tornado worn I am like, what what are they thinking? Well, there is a reason why that is going on. Yeah, so I don't know. No, I I. Boy, now when is this new update of Twister coming out? Because I that would well, that be
2: fun. I don't know. It was just announced today. They're still writing a script. Oh, so it's probably not. It's going to be a here. universal blockbuster type blockbuster because still they got no. They got. <laughs> I think there's one. No, there probably the, is in the, entire, <laughs> in the entire United States. But um, the fact that they're announcing it, yeah, to you know that that's, that's and, and they got. You know, they got a big reboot of Top Gun coming out. Oh, okay. It was yeah. supposed to come out, like, last week, but, you know, with the COVID thing, all the theaters are closed, so it got rescheduled to December with Tom Cruise. Well, this guy's the director of Top Gun. He's going to be directing <laughs> Twi- <laughs> be- Twister. I'm guessing it's called Twister. I don't know. Uh, yeah, a Twister, a too. Twister. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. You see, Bill Paxton has passed away. Right. Uh, but Helen Hunt, maybe she'll make a cameo. I don't know. We'll see. It's Hele still, I'm still around, I'm sure. Hell, uh, oh yeah. Uh, see Twister, I've been watching it a lot because it it got uh, put on Netflix this this month, so I can watch oh, Twister good... all I want. See, I don't
0: have Netflix. I just I don't oh. watch movies. I'm not a movie person. I'm very wow. selective in my movies because when I watch movies, I just get really sleepy.
2: Well, then I go right. to sleep. We have every streaming service. We have, I mean, <laughs> we, 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 do, we do watch movies. We watch TV shows. You can watch anything on Netflix. Oh, I, I know. A TV show i hear Hulu, too. But, uh, yeah, We're, I'm looking forward. I mean, I kind of heard a rumor that it was going to be happening. I'm just, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens.
0: Well, so stay tuned. We will let you know on the storm Stormdare Weather thing. So, wow. I think it's time to get to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week's Stormdar Weather weather Word of the Week is by Corey, because nobody's here. Cher sure is still right, gone. Is I thought Cher might be back or whatever. So, so Corey, what is this week's Stormdar Weather weather Word of the Week? Well, it's Pulse Storm. I have new drops. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's a ding, ding, ding. That's actually my idea. So, what is it? I mean... I kind of made this for well, Sarah, p- but you—you you and I was a thunderstorm
2: <laughs> is a thunderstorm within which a brief period of strong updraft occurs, during and immediately after which the storm produces a short episode of severe weather. Nice. Well, these storms generally are not tornado producers, but sometimes produce large, tailor damaging winds
0: and. They're also... See, I was going to toss this to Shara because you know the answers. Like, they're also... <laughs> well, we get them
2: all the time. Around I know, days.
0: because they're called... We call
2: them poppers. Poppers! We have oh, those afternoon
0: poppers, yeah. Actually, a pulse storm is just another, I think, a quasi-technical name from the National Weather Service to uh, for, for these little poppers. I mean... Uh, there's uh, there's other names for them too. I mean, there's a pulse storm. I forget. There's one that starts with an S, and I can't remember what the S is. Where they where they just pop up and pop down? But I say it. they
2: bo- bubble up and down, and that's what they do. The basically. bubblers.
0: You know, I've I've started saying rumblers and stuff yeah. <laughs> on the site, but uh, wow. We've covered a lot in this episode. This is, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. The Sahara, I mean, sh- should we, you think we should
2: make a, a contest or something about I this? Uh, you know? I, I'm just, I'm interested in seeing if it really, if we really could tell a difference yeah. what, once it gets up here.
0: And when, when this dust actually moves in, which would be this weekend, well, that's when the clouds are going to move back in. Yeah. So we it's don't true. know if we got it. And this will or we not. get
2: sand, mud, rain? Mud, I rain, mean, yeah. Know? I mean, I mean, our rate chances aren't super high, but they're there. No, and they keep
0: changing. That's
2: what's yeah. just upsetting me because it's, you know,
0: people look for us to relay the most accurate weather information, and sometimes we put our spin on it, but if the models are keep changing all the time and the National Weather Service grids keep changing, it's like, you know, that's why I made that post. We're, we're trying to keep up with all the new data. So, you know, and this weekend, this is the weekend before the 4th, so True. the yeah the, the July fourth is next Saturday. Um, it's going to be a huge huge weekend, and uh, the the immediate short term forecast only goes to Wednesday. And uh, starting Saturday, the chance of you know afternoon poppers, sometimes little waves of energy, continue through Wednesday. So we're just going to have to have to see. I hope it's not going to be blistering hot on the fourth because sometimes it's like in the hundreds. Yeah, I, mean, the I July. remember
2: back in the day, it's 103, you know. And oh, uh, yeah. So hot. I've been noticing, though, that some of the grass around the area is starting to get a little brown. It,
0: it, it is. We're going to have to start looking at that drought monitor. Yes. So maybe in July. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to next week's. I don't know. Are we going to do this? Are we going to switch this back to to Sunday.
2: Well, yeah, probably. It's, it's either going to be
0: Sunday or Wednesday. Uh, it kind of depends on everybody's schedule or whatever. But uh, we'll we will figure it out, and we will have some more stuff, some cool stuff next week. We'll look at the CPC. We will look at the at the uh, uh, El Nino. We're going to look at the drop monitor, and we may, you know, I'll look and see if we need to retire this pollen report. So.
2: Anyway, well, you got anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, Be careful outside. We were outside the pool, although it was not absolutely blistering hot. Uh-huh. According to the our weather station, our... Uh, uv index was eight
0: yeah next time you need to we need to start talking about that uv because we're getting to maybe
2: the... we could change the pollen report into uv i don't know somehow there something. you
0: go i mean if there if there's a forecast that would be awesome but
2: eight is getting up into the very high range oh yeah and people I, like you and me are not I, gonna i'll tell it. you i didn't put sunscreen on today and you burnt right i did Ugh. and i knew i would i'm not stupid but I was tired of looking so white, and I was like, "I need some." Now, colors. when you say
0: burn, are you saying just get a little red? or Are you saying
2: burn? I'm not blistered by any means. Oh I gosh, sure. I said I was burnt. Uh, you're definitely red yeah yeah so
0: yeah. yeah you're definitely red
2: <laughs> i don't get i mean i burn easy because i'm just as white as can be <laughs> yeah you are but <laughs> i needed to get some color so i kind of did it on purpose. well that's
0: what i, I kind of want to do too because if i go out and play disc golf uh, my sight is healing yeah. so i want to go out and throw a few and but i want to go in the morning because i'm not a hot but, i don't like it hot yeah. outside
2: and one of these days i'm going to do a post explaining uv and how yeah and, and, and kind of post what the uv is around the area and 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 there's different levels of you. Like one to three is low, and you know.
0: And and if you make like me a text outline, some kind of written outline, I'll convert it into
2: a weather school. Yeah, I I'll mean, sit
0: and read that for the you weather. Get school.
2: High, you get into the high range and very high range, and you can burn fifteen minutes easy. You know? Oh gosh, it's, yes.
0: It's, People like you and me, even yo, though yeah, we're it's not burn.
2: blistering hot out. It, it's there. that's the thing because UV,
0: there's UVB and UVA, right. and even people think, Well, it's cloudy outside, I can't get burnt.
2: Wrong because well, that's I, where you get the that's A's. That's the thing is about 60% of the time, it was the, the sun was behind clouds, it was right. filtered, it was coming through, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't direct sunlight. But I exactly. still burn.
0: Yeah, and if you want some sun information, uh, we did a podcast, and we've uh, replayed we've replayed every year. Go back in our, our little archives of our podcast, the sun safety. Uh, my dermatologist, Doctor Christopher Wilbers, talks. We talk a lot about sun, how the sun affects your DNA, uh, what to do when a you know if you get a sunburn, how to avoid stuff. It's just a very very informative thing. The best thing to do is if you're going to go out in the sun. If you're if you're white like me and Corey, like really bright, don't stay out that long or just use sunscreen. You know, Dr. Wilbur yeah. always tells me, he says, Wear a hat. When you go out, wear a hat. And I do, and I need to go get one of those hats from like uh, you know, the the Panama Jack hats, the safari hats, because I got my cap, but I don't think about my ears. And my ears
2: burn. Let me tell you about caps and hats, and I got I bought me a golf cap. Okay. Yeah. It's a Nike golf cap, and it wasn't ex- it wasn't cheap. <laughs> okay. So I ordered it like three weeks ago, and today I got a, a confirmation that it was shipped. Now I tell you that to tell you this, it's a Storm cap.
0: Oh, nice! And I
2: only ordered one because I wanted to see what it actually looks like once it comes in. There and you if go. It actually, looks good. You know, we, we could order more. We yeah. could order more. But I could order on cheaper hat. I just wanted a nice Nike golf hat, you know. Right. But I can order on cheaper hats. But I wanted to see how this company handles our logo, and all so it's kind of a ah. mix. Uh, uh, uh. So there could be potential for Correct. hats. Nice. So, we like so that. I got an email that it was shipped today. I don't know when it will get here, but you know, maybe in the ne- by next week. Well, we'll if it looks good, some, yeah, we need to post I, it I'm on just kind of testing it out to see if it looks good, and and hopefully we can move on from there i need some more ball caps that's what yeah, i need
0: yeah. <laughs> and if, so there's tons of stuff going on this summer with storm door weather so keep tuned to our to, to podcast and our facebook page so i think we need to wrap this thing up
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is probably gone on way too <laughs> way long. too long
0: right <laughs> so if you're still listening i'll just read the outro here so Okay, be sure to look for us on Facebook at StormDarWeather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to StormDarWeather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at StormDarWeather.com. Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather
3: Podcast.